The Glenlivet has released an original whiskey drinking experience. A collection of edible cocktail capsules made from seaweed, meaning no need for a glass, ice or a cocktail stirrer. To enjoy them, pop the capsule in your mouth and take a bite to release the delicious cocktail ingredients. The Glenlivet Capsule Collection sets new standards on how whiskey can be enjoyed. So why, why are you critical over these capsules? I think they're genius. I mean, it kind of takes away the whole part of actually having it. It's like you take away the smell, the like classiness of having it. It's like, huh, I'm gonna have whiskey candy. They might as well have just candy. And I mean, if you would do cocktails for them, I mean, half of the like charm of it is seeing them like mixed together at room. Yeah, there's that, but it's also like people are always trying to find new ways of drinking and making drinks. And I think this is a really good way. Yeah, I mean, um, it could be interesting to have it as an option, but are we going to the, like, we're going to the part <laughs> where we're trying to replace you should be on Infowars or something instead of this. Cancer viruses in the vaccines, pesticides by design in the GMO. They're already nationwide humanizing the troops. None of us are safe. What the hell is They're replacing our brain power with capsules. They're not even whiskey in those things. It's actually just brain control, mercury. <laughs> I get what you mean with the whole aroma though, because the, the your smell is like like important parts of your taste. Yeah. So if you don't have the smell, then you've cut out like a large portion of the enjoyment. And I mean, sipping is also part of it. Like if you have it explode in your mouth, that's gonna be a whole <laughs> different experience. That is true. Well. There's a difference between sipping and exploding, isn't there? <laughs> Giggity. Giggity. <laughs> that can be two things. I think we beat opening time here. Yeah. By like five minutes, I guess. Ciao. Hey. Oh. Ah, so this is the first time we recorded in a bar. This is cool. I learned a story from my colleague actually. I don't know if it's true or not, but it's a pretty nice one. We talked about Irish coffees before. I think it's in episode three or four. Yeah. And I found out why they exist and like where they came from. Because the Irish are drunks. There's that, but it was the Irish fishermen in their boats all day. And then when they get to land and they like uh, unload all their fish and they go out for the second sitting, they need something that's hot and something with alcohol in. But the thing is like with the cream on top, it kind of cools it down so they can just throw it back. So they can drink it really fast, but it's still warm and they feel it in them, but they don't burn their mouth. So it takes the fact that it's got alcohol in, it's a little bit sweet, it's hot, it's got caffeine in, and it can be drank really fast. Sounds right, doesn't it? Sounds plausible. That's what I'm going with. If anyone has any uh, altercations on that, please contact us. Yeah, please send a mail to junkmail at rejectandserve.com. I've been working more in the like cocktail bar connected to the nightclub bar. Yeah. I get to realize more and more that it's two whole different kind of bars than they are it for a reason. Because I'm more of a nightclub bartender and you're more of a cocktail bartender. Yeah. Could you ever see yourself working in a nightclub? I've thought about it a few times. We were doing the cocktail list and I tried to get everyone's collective opinion and like there's one guy that I work with who has only worked in nightclubs and now he's working with us and he brings in all of these different drinks and this like I taste them and it's like there's no backbone there's no solid liquor like three part drinks with like a soda top so it's always everything he does is sparkling and he gets really proud when I taste it and can't identify the flavors he thinks that's a good thing <laughs> <laughs> but I guess that's the nightclub thing, is it? It tastes good, but you can't tell what flavor it is. I guess that's a nightclub thing that then you think you invented something new. 
People that tend to work in nightclubs doesn't know the classical recipes in this, that sense. Yeah, of course. So it feels like you're inventing something when you really aren't. Yeah, and people think you're a genius. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with it, but like when I'm trying to construct a cocktail menu, and it's like these people that order these drinks are with, gonna have food, they don't want a nightclub cocktail then. He's very good at what he does, and like I taste his drinks and like I felt refreshed, hydrated almost. This has its purpose, and it's a very specific purpose. Yeah. You don't need to have this feeling when you're eating some fish. It was really hard to tell him that, and I was like, great drink for a nightclub. Like, you are doing a great job with, with your thing, but this does not belong on a cocktail menu. Yeah. You really want to do a um, Halloween special, don't you? No, I want to have uh, at least a Halloween section. So Halloween section, what are you thinking? I'm thinking like, do you have any expectations for Halloween? Well, I'm not going to be working, so it doesn't bother me. That's why I was like, didn't think this was going to be a good section. I, yeah, we did it once in the Tiki Room. Had like cobwebs up and uh, it was pretty fun. It made no sense because the whole theme is like not <laughs> even scary. It's like theme on a theme. Yeah. These get double themed. When I was working at Biodrick, I always do this like Halloween for both weekends. So like that makes sense in a rock bar, though, doesn't it? Yeah, exactly. The one that decorates it, he like he puts so much uh, effort into it for a whole week. He just almost like redoes the whole bar almost. It's like cobwebs and props and skeletons and everything. I don't have the energy to do that for any part, really. The place I work now is such high ceilings and yeah. like just big. It doesn't matter what you do or put anywhere, it's gonna look so small unless it's fucking huge. What do you think about Halloween mixed with alcohol? Why else would you do it? That's the whole point of any kind of season, isn't it? I like the whole pumpkins thing, you yeah. know? And I like that people start like using pumpkins for food because most people don't even know it was fucking food. They were just carving, <laughs> carving fucking holes in them. What? You can't eat this? I was thinking about all the pumping, pump, Pumping. <laughs> <laughs> pumpkin spice bullshit that is America. <laughs> I don't want to know about pumping spice. <laughs> <laughs> I know what that is. That's Old Spice, you oh. know, with Terry Crews. Yeah. Old Spice, older blocker body, watch that 16 hours of B.O. blocking power. Say goodbye to this nasty beard. It's so powerful, it sells itself in other people's commercials. It's so powerful, it can turn off the sun. Old Spice, buddy, break and change a regular smelling man into a man who smells like if you would make like a Halloween drink, would you know what you Bloody would Mary. <laughs> We're back there. But I... <laughs> I mean, if you, not as a traditional drink, like if you would make your own, do you have an idea what you would... Well, it would need to be red, wouldn't it? Or black, maybe? Yeah, I was thinking black as yeah. well. Yeah. If you remember, I text you a recipe when you were talking about this rum that you got in. Yeah. And like, if you do it, you, it turns black. Probably that. Name is something like, I don't know, Skeleton Dick. I don't know. <laughs> skeleton Dick. I don't know. <laughs> but I'm thinking like a black one with foam on it. I think that would be kind of Halloweeny, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Halloweeny. What other things are red you could use? I was, I was gonna say apple. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm not technically Come not on. wrong. No, the fruit, yes. Apple. <laughs> 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 I think in kindergarten level. This, right? this, this is almost still conspiracy theories. Like, but apples, they're red. You juice them, they're not red. What the fuck is going on? Yeah, I know something else that's red. Bricks. You know what's red and bad for your teeth? <laughs> Bricks. <laughs> if you would dress up for Halloween, what would you be? I am dressing up for Halloween. I've been growing a beard for. Um... <laughs> for that only reason. <laughs> yeah, for many reasons. That's one. <laughs> Um, so you're gonna be Fidel Castro? Yeah, how did you guess? Probably be like a bandaged up clown or something. That'd be more like you. 
sometimes when people like us that doesn't really celebrate Halloween in that sense. Or anything. Yeah. <laughs> Not even do birthdays. I think that we choose like costumes that represent us in a way. Fucking cat costumes during Halloween. They're not scary. For some people, Halloween is just an uh, excuse to look slutty. Yeah, slutty cat. Smelly cat, smelly cat, what are they feeding you? Uh, can you order two beers and I'll give you the money? I mean, we still haven't paid for the first one. Oh, yeah. I got to learn recently that Captain Morgan isn't really rum. It's a spiced rum. Is a rum base or something yeah. like that. But it's not considered a proper rum. Most rum fanatics hate spice rum because it's like you have a pretty neutral rum and you mix it with spice liqueur. So you're just basically making a liqueur but higher ABV. But I think it's also gone down because I read recently that they've been pulling down the percentage of Captain Morgan. It used to be like 45%, now it's down to like 31. 31? That's too low. Like 40 is normal, 45 is like pretty high. I think it was 40. like 41 before, now it's down to Maybe. like 31. 45 is what you'll get from like a strong bourbon or rye whiskey. Yeah. Or you can get like navy gins which get to like 58, some of them. The percentage has been pulled down because people mistook it for a proper rum when it's not. I assume it's, it's, they kept adding more sugar. Yeah, probably. And reduced the alcohol content. You like it though, don't you? Yeah. You I have do. been drinking it. A factual update on Captain Morgan's. Why is the rum gone? I'm looking at two bottles of Captain Morgan's. The spiced gold variety does not claim that it is a rum. It is a premium spirit drink with Caribbean rum at 35%. But it is produced by the Captain Morgan's Rum Company, compared to the Caribbean white rum which is pure rum at 37.5%. This comparison is made even clearer on the back label of both bottles. Both showcase its signature drink, mixing it with cola, except the spice gold has 28 servings per litre, whereas the white rum is 33 servings per litre. The lack of potency is clear in the spiced gold, meaning you need to use more of it to achieve the same quality as the white rum, something even the company admit here on the label. I think we should all read the labels much more carefully in the future. Can you ever walk in like a slow pace? No, never. <laughs> <laughs> Even when if I'm on holiday, I'm just like it's fucking tourist, and it's like, but you're a tourist. Yeah, but still fucking slow. Yeah. Either you go somewhere or you don't. There's no slow walking. You might as well lie down. <laughs> <laughs> lie down and die. <laughs> we got new shots at work. Like we're really pushing shots now. So we got in like a good deal with our suppliers. We have bubblegum shots, some raspberry licorice, pomegranate shots. I get to hear why we don't have these like classic shots that most places have. Like different supplier? No, it's not a supplier. Huh? Uh, apparently, we actively choose not to have these shots, like fireball, minto, fish shot. It's because the people that tend to drink them drink them to get really drunk. When you have those kind of candy shots, you tend to take like 10 of them in like one hour because it tastes like candy. It can be dangerous, you know. The only vodka I have a problem with is Smirnoff. And the reason why I have a problem is because I read the back and they talk about the person who founded it. I'll tell you this story. No. Oh, it's super interesting. So like you read the back of any Smirnoff bottle and it will say this uh, vodka is dedicated to such and such Smirnoff who um, fled Russia during the 1917 revolution. He left Russia during the uprising and started somewhere else making his vodka. Like he stole the recipe from Russia. It's a pro-capitalist anti-communist vodka, technically. <laughs> it's like trader. So I don't drink Bacardi either. It used to be Cuban, but then uh, again during the 1950s when another uprising was coming, another revolution, like they moved to Puerto Rico. 
So they're just traitors to me. <laughs> so I don't drink them. <laughs> you don't drink traitor vodka. Or, or rum, no. I heard that my colleague's friend was by and visited you. That's correct, yeah. Did he come and see you that night? No, uh, my colleague told me he was there. And I'm like, do you have a friend that works at an office? And I was like, yeah, but how do you know yeah. this? <laughs> because you've never been at my work. No. I'm not at your work that much that I tell people so it's like how did that happen what happened you what? think did you did your stomach just sink can you think no, no it's not that it's just like the only connection you and me have is like from before i started working where i'm working now and this thing yeah. so no one at my work really have any connection to us so it's like no how what happened this guy went and walked into the bar um he was super social really nice and he started talking about mascal and i love mascal i talked to him about like amaro that i love and he told me that he was vegan i said like, i'm vegan too we shared some recipes and talked his favorite margarita is where you work. <laughs> He's like, yeah, they use a really smoky mezcal. It's really nice and they smoke the salt themselves. And I was like, oh, my friend works there. And he's like, oh, who's your friend? I know all the staff. And I was like, oh, Marco. He's kind of like, oh yeah, I know him. And then like he left at like two o'clock that night. So fucking drunk. Nice guy though. He's really nice. So here it is. It is time for our special announcement. I've been listening to your feedback. I am so happy to hear that the only thing anybody would change about reject and serve is the length you think it's too short you think you've been cheated you want more well we will give you more so from now on we are making episodes 15 minutes long much more content much more banter and many more jokes per episode you see here at reject and serve we listen to your comments we are always trying new things here and we are having so much fun doing it we have new equipment we've updated our patreon and we are working towards a healthier, more active looking YouTube page. All to give you the best possible experience. So to help us continue, please donate to Reject and Serve. As always, I'm Ainsley. This is Reject and Serve. Thank you for listening and have a pleasant show.